0: Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about why funerals matter. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and at least in the King James Version, you won't find the word funeral, certainly not the phrases memorial service or celebration of life. In the NIV, funerals are only mentioned five times, all in the Old Testament. Twice referring to uh, prostitution and unaccepted funeral offerings. Three times referring to funeral fires. Yeah, that's pretty different from the modern expressions of grief that are common in our culture today. We don't go burning fires or making sacrifices like that. We have our own rituals and in the family. It's almost thrust into an event planning mode. There are decisions to make and calls to answer and and visits to entertain. There's this week of activity that almost takes the gravity of it all off your mind. Then we gather in a a church building or a funeral home for a few solemn hours where we celebrate the life of the one who's no longer with us, crying, laughing at the stories that are dredged up by that strange group of people that managed to come back together for an occasion like this. And... As a casket is lowered into the earth, a sense of finality falls on that group. You know, despite us not having this procedure laid out in the scriptures, it has become almost instinctual for us. And today, I want to talk about a few reasons why I think that is, and why funerals are important expressions of Christian grief. First, funerals help us remember that death is unnatural but it's normal. Death is not the way things are supposed to be. God has always wanted us to have life. You know, Paul writes in in Romans chapter 5, verse 12, therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man and death through sin, and in this way, death came to all people because all sinned. Paul is saying, you know, sin did not enter the world through God, but through man, and sin is what leads to death. God did not create us to die. He created us to glorify him. But when our sin infringed on our ability to do that, we were condemned to this unnatural thing we call death. And that's why we have all these negative emotions surrounding death, fear, anxiety, sadness, etc. It's because death is not natural. Our society today, we have a pretty strange relationship with death because most of us have largely eliminated our interaction with its real devastation. You know, the times we do see the impact of death, more often than not, it's on a screen in games or or in TV, and it's glamorized almost there. The the sheer volume and frivolity of death in pop culture makes it more abstract and surreal and distant than ever before, and it desensitizes us until we think that death is, is natural. But death is not natural and funerals, that that grief and the pain and the support that come with funerals, that can help us realize that this is not abstract. This is real and it's not the way things should be. A few chapters over in Romans chapter 8, Paul writes, The creation waits in eager expectation for the children of God to be revealed. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, and hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the freedom and glory of the children of God. We know that the whole creation has been groaning, as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. You know, death is one of the reasons creation is groaning. This is not what should be, and we are waiting an eager expectation for something better. But just because death is unnatural, it is not abnormal. Death will continue happening until the Lord returns. No one can escape that reality. We can only prepare for it. And funerals force us to come to grips with our own mortality, and our need for a Savior who can take the burden of death off of our shoulders. The second reason why funerals are important is they express biblical grief. Jesus Christ himself grieved, Job grieved, the early Christians grieved, and the most faithful men and women I know who are sure of the hope that they have in Christ grieve. Grief is the natural result of living in a dying world. God doesn't want us to bottle up those feelings or become so callous that we pretend death does not affect us. We need comfort after tragedy, and we need to comfort others. And funerals are an outlet for that grief. They allow a way for the family to find a sense of closure and ways to grapple with that loss over the coming days and weeks and years that are going to come. And more than that, though, because loss often immediately consumes the family and they're working through that grief before the funerals even arranged it in many cases. Funerals also give those who may not be as close to the one who passed an opportunity to reflect on the life they live, their connections with them, and our own mortality. You know, sometimes grief catches you off guard. An acquaintance or an old friend or a distant relative passes and sometimes, at least for me, there's this feeling that we shouldn't be grieving. I shouldn't be grieving. Other people were closer to that person. Or, you know, I, I can't take a week off to grieve for everyone. But funerals, they give us an opportunity. Even when we don't feel like we had that close of a connection, but we still feel like we need to grieve, gives us a, a way to step away from the day-to-day to allow that healthy grief to be expressed. Third, funerals are important because they model that grief for others. you know. Paul writes in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 13, Brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. For we believe that Jesus died and rose again, and so we believe that God will bring with Jesus those who have fallen asleep in him. According to the Lord's word, we tell you that those who are still alive, who are left until the coming of the Lord, will certainly not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a loud command, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trumpet call of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. After that, we who are still alive and are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord and the air. And so we will be with the Lord forever. You know, we do not grieve like everyone else. I don't have to be trapped in a cycle of hopelessness because Christ died for me. Jesus can offer me peace no matter what situation I find myself in. Funerals provide a platform to express both our grief, that's natural, Jesus wept, and our hope and our peace, though, to the children who were there, showing them that not just how to go through the joyful times in life with God, but the painful ones too, and also the ones who've not yet accepted Christ as their master. The hope that we have even when we're grieving should be a light to others. Fourth, funerals give us an opportunity to serve others, to pray for others, to comfort others. The next verse in 1 Thessalonians is, therefore, encourage one another with these words. When we are grieving or with people who are grieving, we have an opportunity to be who we're called to be. Paul tells Christians, that they should mourn with those that mourn in Romans 12 15. Christ told us that if we belong to him we'll love God and love others. Love for our neighbor is to be second only to our love for God and funerals they give us a time to demonstrate this command and we're told in 2nd Corinthians chapter 1 starting in verse 3. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort we ourselves receive from God. You know, Christ comforts us so that we can comfort others. In addition to any spiritual comfort we can provide, though, We must also serve physically. The same example that Christ set. Don't just offer your help. Act on it. You know, a tip that I think we'd all benefit from if we used it more is instead of asking someone to to let us know if they need any help, to, to call us if they need any help, ask them what they need. Ask for specifics and then step up and follow through. Fifth, funerals help us see the gospel through the darkness. The gospel shines through the pain And groaning of the world. And funerals should remind us of that. You know, Jesus makes us more than conquerors. He can give us peace no matter how painful or tragic the loss. Funerals can remind us of our desperate need for that good news. Hebrews 9.27 tells us that we are appointed to die once and after this comes the judgment. And there isn't a more vivid reminder of this than our own personal loss. We need to feel that loss to process it honestly, and then lean upon God through our grief. Funerals can help us do that, but only Christ can give us the peace that transcends our understanding. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday, so you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com.